0: Have you ever found yourself stuck in the cycle of setting goals, feeling really excited to crush them, but then lose motivation after a few weeks or days or don't even get started? Do you feel frustrated, angry, bitter, or disappointed with yourself because you can't seem to stay on track with what you set out to do? Do you know deep down that your desires are meant for you, but you've simply been having trouble putting them into action or actualizing them? You are not alone. For years, I sat through traditional goal-setting workshops, feeling overwhelmed, insecure, and defeated. I was the silenced soul. I saw other people around me setting goals and crushing them, looking up to mentors who seemed to have it all figured out, who had everything that I wanted. But setting goals shouldn't be this way. Setting goals should be exciting and motivating, and it should be tailored to the individual. It should be like choosing an outfit, planning an outfit that fits your shape and form, shows what you value, suits the identity you want to be, that's authentically your style, that you feel confident as fuck about on autopilot. Learning about how to manifest with human design revolutionized how I achieve goals. Suddenly, I had more confidence that my goals would manifest because how I approached them felt in alignment with me and my energy. In this episode, we're going to talk about what is manifestation, the problem with traditional goal setting, and how to manifest by your unique design as the confident soul. So if you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or silenced, but are ready to start succeeding your goals, then keep listening because by the end of this episode, you're going to feel confident as fuck about your goals for 2022. You are listening to The Confidently You Podcast. Welcome to The Confidently You Podcast. I invite you to join me. Amber, your host on a journey of coming home to your confident self. I'm so fulfilled with helping you transform your life by exploring your true potential and embodying the highest expression of your unique energy. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to own the magic of your individuality, master your mind and energy, and manifest the life you once thought was impossible. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something you can unlearn. Unlearn the bullshit stories that play on repeat that stop you from living life on your terms and taking action with confidence. So if you love human design, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming Confidently You. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. Today we have what I consider to be a very exciting episode. I have been preparing for this episode for a while. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the energy to find me and it has finally found me. I have the whole house to myself. It is, I'm recording this on the weekend. I have the whole house to myself. My partner is out working for the weekend on something that's really lights him up. And my son has um, gone to the grandparents' house for the weekend. So I am here in my office. I've got my candles going, got my incense going. I've got a cup of coffee and my lovely blanket. <laughs> so I'm sitting here. I am quite literally like bouncing in my seat because <laughs> it's uh, once every couple of weeks I get the house to myself and my hermit self is just like yeah <laughs> let's do all the things or let's do none of the things whatever our energy calls for so but this weekend I'm in my follicular phase of my menstrual cycle and I'm looking over to my right here And I've got my bulletin board, or pardon me, I've got my whiteboard of all of my recordings that I am very excitedly get to do this weekend. I've got some podcast recordings that I'm going to be doing and I've got some uh, module recordings that I am putting into uh, for, uh, my goodness, I'm getting, I'm, <laughs> I'm recording modules for Confident by Design. So, and we're finally moving on to phase three inside of Confident by Design, which is the human design phase. So we've moved on from the unlearn phase, the uh, cycle syncing phase, and now we get all ult- ultra individualized and start looking at human design so I'm super jazzed about that and as well for this podcast today we're diving into specifics of human design and talking about goal setting and manifestation but before we get into that I have a very special announcement um, that actually on purpose correlates with this episode, I'm excited to announce to you that next month, so January 2022, I am hosting a online masterclass, a two-day live online masterclass, January 22nd and 23rd. Uh, it's called Achieve Your Goals by Design. So we are going to do some goal setting, kind of using this episode to introduce you to why human design makes goal setting different and how it can it can be effortless for you when you use your, use your design to set your goals and we're going to be doing all of that so we're going to be looking at your human design chart and forming your goals um, in such a way that it actually motivates you it aligns with your values it aligns with your energy and you're not going to feel like your goals are something that you have to force they're just going to feel like something that you can do on autopilot so the, the specifics of the uh, masterclass, it takes place January 22nd and 23rd, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time or Saskatchewan Time if you are from my part of the world. If you are not able to make the live event, you will have lifetime access to the recordings. Uh, It is a $33 investment for the masterclass. And with that, you get the lifetime access to the content. You also receive a free hypnosis file, audio file, to help you escalate your goals and manifestations. Uh, So again, you you achieve your goals on autopilot so that you don't feel like you have to force willpower that isn't there to like start changing habits to achieve these goals that you want. So that hypnosis file is really going to help you escalate your goals and manifestations Um, and for the masterclass I'm going to recommend that you know what is your type uh, your human design type so having a very small amount of foundational information would be beneficial to you so before the masterclass I recommend and invite you to check out episode 28 of the podcast it's human design 101 That is all the basics that I recommend that you know before we get into this masterclass. I mostly just want you to know what your type is. So if this is the first episode that you're tuning into of my podcast, please go check out episode 28 because that is going to be really beneficial to you, really helpful, and it's going to set the stage, again, also for that masterclass in addition to this episode. So go ahead and check that out. And the, regis- the link to register for the masterclass is in the show notes, so go ahead and click that link if that excites you and if that feels inviting to you or if that lights you up. I'd be super happy to see you inside of that masterclass, once again, January 22nd and 23rd, lifetime access, free hypnosis file, $33 investment. And as my special treat to you, if you've been on the waiting list for Confident by Design, so my six-month group coaching container, if you've been on the waiting for the waiting list for that, I'm excited to tell you that Confident by Design is going to open for enrollment on January 26th of 2022. Enrollment is going to be open until, I want to say it's February 20th. Uh, Enrollment will be open until then, so you've got lots of time if you are an emotional authority or if you are self-projected mental authority or if you are a reflector by human design. It'll give you lots of time, uh, four weeks, to determine whether or not confident design is for you. And during that... Uh, that 4 weeks time I'm going to be opening up to doing confidence calls uh, helping you helping guide you to make a aligned decision, helping you follow your intuition, is this meant for you or is it not meant for you. And if you if you want to get a taste of what it's like inside of confident by design, I recommend you register for the goal setting masterclass. And if you decide that you really loved the goal setting masterclass, your $33 investment to enroll in the masterclass will be used towards your investment uh, to enroll inside of Confident by Design. So in other words, if you register for the masterclass, the $33 that you put towards the masterclass, you will also, you will be discounted that $33 uh, for your enrollment in Confident by Design. So it's totally risk-free. And spots are limited inside of Confident by Design, so if you have been wondering if Confident by Design is for you, um, really sitting on the fence for it, and if you are looking looking for some motivation to really kickstart your 2022, consider this your sign, consider this your invitation to register for the masterclass, and if it feels right for you, register for Confident by Design afterward. All right. Well, that is my special announcement. So I am really, really excited about this masterclass. I think it's going to be such a great way to kick off the year and to uh, inspire you or inspire you or help you make the decision about whether or not Confident by Design is for you or not. All right. So let's dive into today's episode content, shall we? We're talking about What is manifestation, the problem with traditional goal setting, and I'm also going to be giving you some specific ways that you can start looking at your human design chart to ease the process of your, ease ease your goal setting process. All right, so first of all, what is manifestation? You know, I've talked a lot about manifestation on the podcast, and I, for the life of me, I cannot remember if I've actually talked about what is manifestation. So very simply stated... Manifestation is the phenomenon that occurs when something that first originated in your mind then comes into physical form, then takes physical form. That is what manifestation is. Something that occurred in your mind that started in your imagination, that started as an imagination, then through a line inspired action comes into fruition becomes tangible becomes a physical thing right that is what manifestation is it's not some like hippy dippy woo woo witchy shit I mean you can certainly think of it that way if you want to um if that's empowering to you I mean sometimes I find that empowering but you know for the average person or for the one who is just dipping their toes into the manifestation world that is the most basic definition um Nothing weird about that, right? It's just something that once was a thought, came into form. Pretty simple, right? Manifestation, it could be very simple as imagining a, a painting that you want to create. You're imagining an image in your mind, something that you feeling creative and inspired about. And then through taking a line inspired action. So acting upon that inspiration and going ahead and creating an art piece. You then brought something into physical form. That it is a manifestation, right? Sometimes it doesn't always come from our direct, um, aligned inspired action. Sometimes the universe, uh, throws in some support for us. And sometimes it's through the actions of others that help bring our manifestation to fruition, fruition. But nonetheless, that is, that's manifestation in a nutshell. And there's lots of, um, laws and science and whatnot that, Uh, Like that, are backing manifestation that can speak, we that you can speak more specifically about, like talking about the spiritual laws, such as law of attraction, law of vibration, law of oneness, law of correspondence, etc. So, those are all things that I get down deep with inside of Confident by Design, and we're gonna talk a little bit about them inside of the goal setting workshop as well. But ultimately, just know manifestation is very simple, something that came from thought into form. And it's immutable. It means that you can't turn it off. It means that you are always manifesting whether you want to or not. Now let's talk about what is the problem with traditional goal setting. So I don't know about you, but I am a personal development junkie. (laughs) And if you are like me, um, I have a defined root center in my human design chart. So when you're looking at the chart, it's the very bottom square. And if it's colored in, that means it's defined, and that means that you're probably really interested in personal growth, evolution, probably a personal development junkie like me. Um, that is typical for the root center, and so throughout my adult life, I've totally like been involved in the personal development world since I was like 18 or 19 years old. I'm 28 now, and um, I've I've sat through quite a few traditional goal setting workshops, um, often which uh, were hosted by or put on by uh, the um, network marketing companies that I was involved with over the years. And so it was very, it was very, it was tailored to a very specific kind of person and not so much for me. Well, first of all, network marketing wasn't for me because it involved reaching out to people and cold messaging people. And as a projector, that was just so not for me. Um, although I'm super grateful for that experience because it's what led me to start my own business and become, uh, go into business for myself and ultimately be like a true entrepreneur. So I'm super grateful for that time in my life. Don't get me wrong. I, I really value the lessons that I learned there and, and those companies were fantastic, but ultimately they just weren't from, weren't for me. But anyways, I digress. (laughs) Um, okay. So I've sat through lots of goal setting workshops and I found like the common medium that was present in all of these goal-setting workshops is that all of them required you to get ultra specific on your goals like get really clear on a vision and like how you're gonna go- how your goals are gonna happen like specifically like creating chunking your goals down and like creating all of the action steps that are going to take for them to happen. And that, that was just really fucking exhausting for me. (laughs) And I actually found myself getting like really frustrated when it came to that part of the goal setting process. So, so that was a problem. Um, another thing is that these goal setting workshops seem to be very much so like a one size fits all. So again, kind of tailoring to one kind of specific person, often the person that would be hosting the the goal setting workshop whatever, they would they would always talk about how to do it in that in a way that worked for them, right? So they'd say, "I did this, so you should do this." So, I mean, that's great if those two people have the same human design or the same kind of energy. That's great if that worked for them. Absolutely. I'm totally going to celebrate every person that crushes their goals. That's fucking awesome because what's possible for them is possible for me. But I'm going to have my own unique way of doing it, right? I, like as a projector, I'm not going to be so action-oriented. I'm more like thinking about embodying who I am, not so much the actions that I want to take. So, I mean, I didn't know that when I was doing, like back in the days when I was doing these goal setting workshops, it was very much so, okay, how much action can I take here? How much can I do, 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 do? And that just didn't work for me. That's not, (laughs) that's not how I'm designed, right? For some people, absolutely, that works for you and I encourage you and I empower you and I invite you to do that. But for me, that just wasn't the case, right? So one size fits all, try to get super specific. Um, another thing is that they talk about they'd use the word realistic. So setting realistic goals. And I don't like that word. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that word because I think the word realistic in in when it comes to the goal-setting mindset, I think that 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 word scares people from setting scary goals. It It makes people think, well, my goal to earn a hundred thousand dollars this year, well that's just not possible. That's not realistic. So cause I've only ever earned fifty thousand dollars before. How could I possibly think I could double my income one year, right? Well, I would believe that's absolutely possible. And that's absolutely realistic. It's just a matter of what you believe to be true and 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 the ladder of believability. So the ladder of believability, that's something that we're gonna talk about in the goal setting workshop, you know, chunking down your goals so that those big scary goals don't seem so scary. Uh, that's something that I learned from Catherine Zinkina. She is the one who coined the ladder of, believabi- ladder of believability, and that's something that's really worked for me. So we're going to be talking about that. And fuck realistic. <laughs> we're not going to be using that word in the goal in in the goal setting workshop. That's uh, it's going to be uh, banned from the workshop. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, they use this word realistic and I don't like that word. So that's another problem with traditional goal setting. And another one is time. So when it comes to thinking about time, time is a critical ingredient when it comes to setting your goals because you need to offer some sort of deadline or sort of target for your unconscious to, in order for your unconscious to find something to work towards. Because if it doesn't have a deadline, it's not necessarily going to be motivated. And having that deadline is what, you know, helps keep you accountable. And, you know, it's nice to know when you're going to want your goals to happen, right? But time, it's also something that we need to be most flexible about. So some types can can achieve their goals in a shorter period of time because they are more likely to be action oriented and can follow through and take those actions. Other types are going to take longer to achieve their goals uh, because there's more change that needs to happen. There's more embodiment that needs to happen. More time needs to pass so that your internal or so that your external reality can catch up with your internal world. So, knowing about time that's also really helpful because maybe you haven't been maybe you haven't been structuring goals to support how much time you actually need to do them going back to the episode about procrastination you know not everybody has the inspiration to act in the now some people need more time and it's about matter it's not about matter it's not about how quickly you can get a goal done it's about how how you can achieve that goal in what a way that feels good to you, that honors you and aligns you because that is ultimately going to offer you the most fulfilling outcome when you are achieving your goals. So these are all things that, and I'm sure there's more like problems with the traditional goal setting, but even just like these few things alone, it's like how can you determine how long something is going to take if you've never done it before, if you have no concept about how it's going to get done how you're going to receive support for it you know you've never been that person before who achieved that kind of a scary bo- goal before how can you really determine how long something is going to take you could set a date for yourself and but it's but you have to be flexible in that time because ultimately the universe is what is going to determine when that goal is going to come to fruition for you and it's just about communicating to the universe I want it done at this time Um, but I surrender that you're going to provide for me when you do, because when it's not your job, the, you are a co-creator with the universe or God, Allah, Buddha, whoever it is that you call upon. You are a co-creator. You are the universe expressing yourself in human form. Once you become aware of this and truly know what your power is and able to really tap into your connection with source or universe or God, then it becomes much easier to surrender to what you can control and what you can't control in the process. So it's about knowing what your role is and what your job is in the co-creative process. So your job is the what and the why. So really focusing on what are your goals and why is it that you want to achieve them. So really diving deep into that, analyzing your values, so knowing what your values are, because that's going to be your why, and, and focusing on the what, so declaring what your goals are. That is your job and that's it. The universe is like your parent or your guardian and they're here to take care of the other things. And the more that you can just surrender and allow the universe to do its job, the more energy that you're going to have to devote towards fueling the what and the why. So the universe's job is the who, the when, and the how. So the universe universe is going to choose who is going to be there to support you and work with you, work alongside you as you as you manifest your goals. When, the universe is going to choose when it happens. And the universe is going to choose how. So it's about being concrete in your goals, but flexible in your approach. So knowing that you know you don't have control over the who, the when, and the how, and that's okay. It's so. It trust me on this. It is so much easier when you simply surrender, surrender that, and don't don't try to take over those things. Because then you're actually gonna. It's going to take longer. For you, If you try to control the things that you don't have control over, it's going to take longer for your goals to come to fruition, to manifest, or you're going to, or, and, or you're going to achieve them with, with much more resistance. And it's not going to feel as fulfilling and it's going to feel really forced. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel in alignment for you. So take my advice (laughs) and, and release, release the how, release the who and the when. Uh, All right, let's shift gears here and talk about how human design revolutionizes how we set goals and manifest them. So first of all, human design gives you permission to set goals that align with how your unique energy is meant to manifest them, Um, meaning that you get to be authentically you, you get to achieve goals in the way that feels best to you that feels in alignment for you so projectors that means uh, success without hustle Uh, manifestors that means taking action as soon as you feel inspired as long as you're following your authority and then possibly seeking support to bring those things to completion once you've started them and got the momentum going and possibly passing them off to other people Generators that, and manifesting generators, that means taking action and cultivating a sense of self-mastery and being able to work and just be completely absorbed in your creative flow. And then also being open to receiving guidance from others to help you overcome plateaus or help you help initiate you to gain a greater sense of self-mastery throughout that process. So it's going to look different for everybody. Everybody has a unique way of doing it. And especially, I'm going to get into later on in the episode, we're going to talk about the difference between specific and non-specific manifestors and active versus passive manifestors. So again, getting even more specific while looking at your chart in ways that you can structure your goal. Because the idea is that you want to structure your goal, set up your goal in such a way that every time you come back and look at your goal, you're fueled by it. And it's nothing that you are going to need an outside source in order to give you motivation. Because here's another problem. Okay, so just as I'm in my flow here, I've thought of another problem with traditional goal setting. And that's, it's often that the facilitator or whoever is hosting the goal setting workshop wherever you are they often have a defined ego center or they have some sort of a defined motor center and this these motor centers motivate other people so when they're in the presence of the host or facilitator when other people the participants when they're in the auric presence or receiving energy from the person that's hosting the workshop Well, if that person is motorized, if they've got, and especially if they have a defined ego center, they're going to be broadcasting their willpower and they're going to be lending their willpower to those that are participating, which is great. That's fantastic. Obviously, you want to motivate people when you are in some type of a goal setting workshop. But unfortunately, when those people leave, the goal setting workshop when they're no longer in the energy field of the person that's facilitating it that motivation is going to die and they're forever going to get stuck in a cycle of needing to be in the presence of someone who has willpower to help them get motivated well what if instead you structured your goals in such a way that you didn't need an outside influence to to motivate you to get your to achieve your goals what if instead you structured your goals in such a way that like whenever you thought of them that was motivation enough because they were structured in such a way that was in alignment with your design. It was in alignment with your values, in alignment with your vision and your why that you have for your life. Well, that would be really fucking awesome. <laughs> and that would make it so much easier for you to achieve your goals. So I'll be completely transparent. I do not have a defined ego center. So that. Um, broadcasting of willpower is not something that you're going to experience when you uh, come into a workshop with me. That being said, I do have my root center and emotional solar plexus defined. So I, how this plays out is that I tend to influence people or inspire people to evolve as they learn to healthily process emotions and grow as they tune into their emotional intelligence. So those two motor centers of mine, because they're connected to each other, it's my root center, which is the center of evolution and growth. It pushes on my emotional solar plexus and wants me to move, quite literally, move emotional energy. And so I influence and inspire other people to do that. So when you're in my presence, that is what you can expect to experience is um, I tend to influence the emotional emotional disposition of others and I want to inspire you to healthily move through those processes. So that's what you expect to experience with me, but you're not going to receive any willpower from me. (laughs) So it's my hope that when you leave my presence that you're still going to have motivation because your your goals are going to be fueled by something something that is inside of you and not from me okay okay so some more ways that human design revolutionizes goal setting getting back to the topic here (laughs) Um, i'm feeling super energized today so i've had like i've had my coffee and i'm in my follicular phase (laughs) and i've been literally waiting all week to wait until i have this time by myself to do all of this recording so that was me clapping. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm, I'm really energized. So excuse me for being like so verbose and kind of all over the place here. But anyways, okay, coming back to human design. So uh, when we are looking at our human design chart and we're looking at setting goals, our chart shows us our inherent strengths and where we need support. So it shows us our skills and shows us where we need help, which is very helpful when it comes to figuring out what kinds of goals to set, how to structure them, um, and just simply having the awareness. Okay, for example, knowing that, so for myself, I can consistently call upon my root pulse energy. So we were talking about my root center, how it's defined, which means that I know that I am able to take action for short periods of time and I can consistently call upon my root pulse energy a couple of times throughout the day to start taking action. So that might look like, okay, so I want to start the habit of taking up yoga, and I'm gonna do it uh, three times a week. Well, I know that I'm gonna feel most motivated if I follow my root pulse energy, and I tend to feel that root pulse energy first thing in the morning, right after lunch, and after my son goes to sleep, depending on what phase of my menstrual cycle that I'm in. Okay, so that might mean I'm going to start setting the goal to start doing yoga first thing in the morning right when I wake up because that's when I have the most energy and the time to myself. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. That feels really good to me. I'm going to set that goal right there and it's because it's something that I've been thinking of for several weeks now and my emotional authority keeps on telling me fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Okay, so that's an example I mean, that was a really loose example, but that's showing me that, okay, this is something I can consistently call upon. I know that that is an achievable goal, so I'm going to go ahead and set that for myself. That's an example right there. Whereas if I set the goal or if I had a goal that I wanted to put out, let's say, two podcast episodes a week, well... I have an undefined throat center <laughs> and these podcast episodes, um, now that I'm really like tapping into my flow, they're starting to become longer When as when my podcast started. They were kind of like half hour episodes. Now they're tending to be like over an hour episodes. I simply do not have the energy to put out two podcast episodes a week. So I know that that is not an achievable goal for me. So I'm not going to set a goal like that. And instead, I'm going to figure out a way to... Um, uh, I'm going to find a way to devote my energy to do something else that is equally beneficial but not something that requires me to talk so much because I get tired of talking because <laughs> my energy has an expiration date on on how much I can use it because I don't have a defined throat center energy to call upon for consistent energy. So having that awareness is huge in knowing what kind of goals that I can set. Okay, and the other thing how human design helps you in goal setting is that it gives you a blueprint for how to stay on track with those goals. So again, coming to um, passive and active manifesting, I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but just knowing like if you're an active manifester or a passive manifester, that's going to help you structure your goals in such a way um, that makes them achievable. You know, so active manifestor, they're they're going to be more likely to have a consistent schedule or a consistent routine, whereas passive manifestor, they're going to have to be more fluid and flexible, right? So knowing those small things, and I'll get into that a little bit further in the episode. Um, but before I get into the next part, so next I want to start talking about how do you manifest by your design? I first want to share with you some examples of how I've been able to or some things that I've manifested simply by following my human design. And so some things that I've been able to manifest are five-figure income months, and I'm talking about my partner and I combined, not just me, but five-figure income, income months, I've been able to manifest transitioning to only my business and staying home with my son. So I recently quit my part-time job. I had a part-time job over the summer. Oh, must've been for four or five months, something like that. And um, I was able to successfully transition into only working on my business and being able to stay home with my son and not have to send him to um, go stay with someone else throughout the day and have someone else taking care of him. That was something that I really wanted to do and I've been able to do that. Um, I've been able to run a successful business without hustle, so being able to honor my energy. Energy is my number one value and so I've really been able to honor that value and live by that value and live in integrity with that value by not hustling in order to be successful in my business. I've been able to create a group coaching container, Confident by Design, and I've been able to successfully enroll participants inside of that, um, so that aligns with my sole purpose and has also brought income into my family. Um, I also created manifestation boxes that are exclusive for my Confident by Design participants, so that's something that really excited me. There was a um, Uh, there's uh, coffee mugs that I designed and I made and journals that I designed and I made and you know hand-selected crystals and candles and all of these like little goodies that I put inside these manifestation boxes that's something that I manifested and I was really excited about Um, my podcast this is something that I've been living in a line with living in alignment with, in particular with season two, there were some things inside of season one that was forced and I've learned from that and I've grown out of it. Um, But more specifically, season two and late season one those were all things that felt in alignment with my energy and now my podcast is consistently growing i have officially i'm officially being played on all six continents now i don't count antarctica because well nobody like really lives there <laughs> um, so i'm being played on all six continents um and and i'm and i'm totally doing that by living in alignment with who I am and allowing my message to be authentically expressed through me when it feels truly inspired. So these are all things that I've been able to successfully manifest. These were all goals that I had and I've been able to do them while remaining true to myself. And that ultimately leads to me feeling most confident because when I try to express, when I try to express a part of myself that isn't in alignment with me, well, then it doesn't come through right. It doesn't feel good. It feels forced. It feels like I'm trying to be somebody else. Whereas when I completely step into who I am, these goals seem to just manifest effortlessly and they feel really good. All right, so now let's talk about how do you manifest by your unique human design? So inside of the Achieve Your Goals by Design Masterclass, I'm gonna walk you through my specific framework about setting goals, which is called um, DREAM goals. So DREAM is an acronym. So I'm gonna walk you through that DREAM framework and so that you can set goals in alignment that feels good to you and that's by your design. So as mentioned, so how do you manifest by your design? First, you need to understand what is your role with the co-creative process? Remember that you are here to focus on the what and the why. The universe is here to uh, work on the who, the when, and the how. So knowing that is really important. So start off with that. And know that you are the universe in human form and you are energy and the universe is energy. You are constantly communicating and interacting with the energy that is around you and you attract things to you all the time. All the time, whether things that you don't want or things that you do want. So remember a couple of episodes back when I talked about the G-Center in human design and the magnetic monopole? Well, that's your friendly reminder. Like, Remember, you are always attracting. You have a one-sided magnet inside the sternum area of your body and it's a matter of keeping that magnet clean and allowing yourself to healthily regulate your nervous system so that you can constantly keep on living high vibe in a healthy manner and the universe is going to help you along the way. The universe is going to it's going to concern itself with the who, the when and the how. And so the universe has its job and you have your job. So just know what your job is. So, focus on the why and the what. And then once you once you've got that down, follow your strategy and authority when it comes to declaring your desires what do you truly want and why? Now, more specifically, when we start talking about strategy, strategy is how you share your energy with others. So if you're a projector and you want to start, let's say, lose weight, that's a common goal that people tend to set when it comes to the new year, they want to start losing weight. Well, you don't need to be invited to lose weight, right? (laughs) That would be silly. So anytime that you have a self-serving goal that doesn't really impact other people, like for the most part, it doesn't really impact other people, you're not necessarily going to need to interact with other people to achieve that certain goal when it's a completely personal goal, you don't need a strategy. You don't need your strategy for that, right? You can just start doing it. Now that being said, the energy might not be available to you, and that you might need to be gentle in yourself. You need to you might need to wait until the goal feels inviting for you before that before that energy comes to you. But you don't you don't have to wait for an invitation to start losing weight. You don't have to wait for an invitation to start earning more money. Right? That's not what the strategy is for. The strategy is how you maintain energetic consent and how you interact with other people and other designs, other auras. Uh, you can expect. That energetic consent episode, I'm working on it. I finally came up with a metaphor for it to describe it. That's probably going to be coming out in February, um, talking about maintaining energetic consent and um, a different perspective about how to use your strategy in human design. But anyways, I digress yet again. (laughs) So follow your strategy, follow your authority when it comes to declaring your desires. What do you truly want? So I'm an emotional authority, which means that my... Decisions require a collection of perspectives before I know that they're completely aligned for me. So, for example, um, I've got my—I have a journal that I keep a list of like decisions that I'm currently working on. Uh, I monitor my feelings throughout, um, throughout those decisions to make sure that they're uh, to decide whether they're meant for me or not. And for example, one of the ones that I was working on, I had written down in my journal. Uh, list house for sale by uh, December 2022. So I wanted to be able to list my house for sale by the end of the year. But then as I thought about it and as I felt through it, that actually didn't feel very exciting for me. It didn't feel exciting for me to think about listing my house. Instead, it felt more exciting for me to think about putting uh, or purchasing the land. So my partner and I have a greater vision of purchasing our own land in the forest and uh, eventually building a retreat center um, where we can bring people in and do personal development stuff. It was much more exciting for me and much more motivating for me to consider setting up my goal in such a way that I was actually going to be buying a plot of land instead of thinking about listing my house. Listing my house is going to be a byproduct goal, like that's inevitably going to happen once I purchase this land and start building a house, right? So, that's actually what's motivating for me because um, when we start looking at motivation, like you're either motivated away from away from pain or you're motivated towards pleasure. I realized that setting up my goal in such a way of list my house, to me, me personally, that felt like I was running away from something. It felt like I was running away from my house and, and trying to ditch a problem, basically. Whereas instead, I'd rather be motivated towards something that really lights me up which would be to find a plot of land. That would really excite me. And I know that if I work towards that, it's going to make listing my house that much more easier when that time comes because I'm gonna be motivated. Oh, look, look at this land that I'm gonna have. Look at this land that I gonna I'm gonna have. Instead of thinking about, oh, I gotta list my house, I gotta go through the selling process, like oh, that feels like so much work. And I may actually lose motivation to do that. Whereas instead I'm going to gain motivation and continue to build momentum for my motivation if I continue to work towards something that excites me, which that is buying some land, right? So it's just those small little tweaks like that. Ultimately, I'm doing the same thing. I'm still going to be listing my house, but my mindset towards that goal is is shifted because now I'm thinking about what I'm working towards instead of what i'm moving away from okay so big shift there um okay so coming back to strategy authority so using that when it comes to declaring your desires what do you want and why and now we're going to look at the difference between specific and non-specific manifesting so when you're looking at your human design chart And you know those four arrows at the top of the chart? Those four areas are a more advanced topic inside of human design. It's called the primary health system. But there are some simple things that I can offer to you to take away from this that are going to help you in your goal setting process. So first, I I invite you to look at the bottom right arrow on your chart. And if it's facing right, that means you're a non-specific manifester. If it's facing left, it means you're a specific manifester. So what that means, if you're non-specific, it means that you are designed to focus more on the feeling, the frequency of what it feels like once you achieve your goal, you're not here to get caught up in the specifics um, of, you know, like say you're, I like to use the example of house shopping. So when you're thinking about buying a house or looking for a house, it's going to, you might be really clear on, okay, I want a garage, three bedrooms and a big backyard. Everything else I'm not clear on. I'm fuzzy. That is exactly correct for you. So I'm a non-specific manifester and going back to the traditional goal setting, how it doesn't work for everyone. Well, they tell you to get ultra clear well, that doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for non-specific manifestors like me. It's no wonder I felt so drained sitting through those uh, goal-setting workshops because I was trying to use my energy against its natural design. And I don't have the configuration to be a specific manifester. It feels better for me to focus on, okay, how is it going to feel? when i have that dream house i'm going to feel elated i'm going to feel excited i'm going to feel successful i'm going to be fulfilled accomplished i'm going to feel i'm going to focus on those feelings and yeah i'm going to get specific on a couple of things that are like a solid yes for me like how i said that might be a garage three bedrooms and a big backyard you know if that's what i'm specific about great but then everything else i surrender and release and i'm going to welcome opportunities to me that fill those gaps and then throughout The selection process, I can then refine how specific I want to get along the way. Now, for specific manifestors, you're the opposite. You're first going to think about the specific details that you want and then work towards the feelings. So it's the opposite process. So first you're going to think about, okay, what do I want? I want three bedrooms, two bathrooms, big garage, green walls in the kitchen, white tile, gas stove, you know is, um, you know, all of these like really specific details, that's, what's really going to light you up. And then think about the feelings that come with that once you have those, because the more specific that you can get, the more clear that you can get on your vision, the more of a specific shopping list that you can give the universe, the more that the universe can provide. Okay. So you're here more, this is more of a yang energy, whereas the non-specific is more of a yin energy, more here to receive. So knowing that is what is really going to help you when it, again, comes to structuring your goal, setting up your goal. Because if the non-specifics try to get too specific, that goal is not going to motivate them, that goal is going to feel forced, it's not going to feel good. Whereas the specifics, if they aren't specific enough, well, they're, they're, again, their motivation isn't going to be there because there isn't a specific enough vision for them to feel lit up by, for, them to, for, the, for it to trigger joy in them, right? Alright, so now let's look at active versus passive manifesting. So now we're, we're still looking at those four arrows at the top of the chart, we're now looking at the bottom left arrow. When your arrow is facing right, it means that you are a passive manifester, whereas when it's facing left, you are an active manifester. So what this is going to look like, this is how you take your action towards your goals. This is a representation of what your relationship with what the universe is like. So if you're a passive manifester, this means that you have a strong, long-distance relationship with the universe. This means that you check in with the universe, you know, maybe once or twice a month, however often feels good to you, to declare your desires. And then you let them go. You're then open to receiving. Again, this is more of a yin energy. So for myself, this looks like moon rituals. So once or twice a month, I'll sit down and I'll have a moon ritual. And during that time, I tune in with what my energy is and I then voice my desires to the universe. So often once a month, it'll be voicing of desires and the other part of the month, it will be releasing what is preventing me from receiving those, those desires. So I do that every now and again. It's a long distance check-in with the universe. We don't got to check in every day. You know, we're, we're tight, right? We're tight. We don't need to talk all the time. That's what that's like for passive. Whereas if you're an active manifester, so if you're a left-facing bottom right arrow, then you then you have like a best friend relationship with the universe. You want to check in every day. You constantly want to be voicing your desires, um, not out of a desperation, more or less. This is like a declaring. This is like a commanding to the universe, like, hey, this is my desire. So this might look like an everyday ritual that you have, whether that might be a small prayer that you say, maybe you like to flip tarot cards or oracle cards, or maybe this is voicing affirmations, like whatever feels good to you. That is how your relationship with the universe works. You know, that daily, daily Snapchat streak that you got going on with the universe, right? You're always checking in and that feels good to you. So knowing that, you know, how you, again, coming to set up your goals or how you approach the action towards your goals, that these small nuanced details are really going to make all the difference in how you maintain your motivation for achieving your goals. So... Let's move on to talking about some specific obstacles that you might face. I want to move on to this because I want to tail, um, tail. what is that called when you like ride tail? Ride the tail. That's what it is. Ride the tail of my previous point talking about motivation. So first obstacle, what if I lose motivation, right? That's a common thing that happens for in, uh, when anyone is looking to achieve, achieve their goals. So my recommendations for you are to cultivate a stronger vision. Remember that your job is the what and the why. So cultivating that stronger vision. What is the ultimate reason or ultimate vision that you have that is motivating you to achieve this goal? And if you're not strong in your vision, if you're not clear or don't feel in alignment with that vision, you're going to lose motivation that vision needs to be really strong. Even if it even if that vision goes against what society tells you to, have a vision for your life, that doesn't matter. Whatever is authentic to you, whatever feels best for you, allow that to be your vision because that is what's going to give you that intrinsic, that internal motivation that you are not going to need an external resource in order to feel motivation by. So cultivate a stronger vision for yourself. Allow yourself to really dream, okay? Again, Fuck realistic. That's why we're not going to hear that word in my goal setting workshop. Her masterclass rather. You know, fuck realistic. Your vision is your vision. Allow that to fuel you and motivate you. And you'd be surprised how motivated you feel when that vision is is what is behind your goals. And again, reevaluating your why, getting very clear on your why. Right, whether you're a non specific or a specific manifester, you can always get very clear on your why. Why is it that you are doing something? There might be lots of reasons why, or there might be one reason why, whatever it is, get really clear on why it is that you are looking to manifest something specific in your life. Um, another thing is uh, losing motivation is that sometimes. Um, In particular, if you are a woman or a menstruating being, we're trying to start habits at the wrong time in our menstrual cycle. So looking at your follicular phase, looking to start habits in your follicular phase. So after your period has ended, so when you're no longer bleeding, right when you finish that, that is the best time to start new habits. Because the follicular phase, we are most susceptible to um, adventure, trying out new things. This is when we're Susceptible to that, so that is the best time, and you're gonna best time to set new goals, and you're really gonna set yourself up for success if you do that. And 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 big and and but here, give yourself a break to rest during menstruation. Go easy on yourself. You know there tends to be this pattern that occurs where women, even if they do set their goals up in their follicular phase by the time their energy has gone through all of its fluctuations throughout the menstrual cycle well naturally your energy is going to slow down during menstruation and you may very well lose motivation because hey fuck you have no energy right you're fucking bleeding (laughs) go easy on yourself be gentle on yourself you know like hey i know I'm probably going to lose motivation for this goal when I'm menstruating. I'm going to be totally gentle on myself. I'm going to be so easy on myself. I'm going to fully allow myself to rest unapologetically because I know if I do that, my motivation is going to come right back, come follicular phase, and I'm going to be able to go right back on track. So I I feel like I'm looking quite specifically at fitness goals when it comes to this I mean don't get me wrong this totally happens for other things too like business goals for me and whatnot when it comes to looking at my menstrual cycle but in particular I find when it comes to fitness and like being active and setting like fitness goals and stuff like that it's we tend to lose that motivation during menstruation And women will berate themselves or simply have no idea how their body works because that certainly happens. They have no idea how their body works and they berate themselves for losing motivation during their menstrual cycle. This is your invitation to go easy on yourself, be gentle on yourself, um, slow down with those workouts. If you're working on fitness goals, maybe tap into simple stretches or uh, yin yoga, you know, slower types of workout regimen, so that you're still getting your physical exercise. You absolutely need to move your body every day, but know that you know you don't got to do the CrossFit when you're bleeding, right? In fact, I strongly, I strongly encourage you not to, unless if you truly feel like the energy is there to do that. So I'm looking at those people that have all four motor centers defined, because there certainly are people out there that are really high energy and that might feel really good. But simply bring in the awareness. Awareness is such a superpower. So that way you know that you can be gentle on yourself. Like, hey, I'm bleeding, I'm gonna go sit on the couch today and I might do some stretches and that might be it. Right. I'm not falling off of my I'm not falling off track of my goals. Instead, I'm giving myself time space to honor my energy and I know that when I rest I'm going to come back in my follicular phase and I'm going to feel great and I'm going to be get right back on track with my goals right so that is another thing Um, so another way that some people lose motivation is that they're setting their goals too far in advance so I'd recommend shortening the time span of your goals Specifically, if you are a sacral authority or a splenic authority in human design, avoid setting goals that are longer than 6 to 12 months in advance because you are designed to respond in the now. You're designed to live spontaneously, not necessarily deliberately. And so when you give yourself goals that are too far in advance, well, your sacral is not going to know if it has the energy to fulfill that goal in such a far advanced period of time so setting maybe monthly goals that might be better for you having that stronger overall vision for 12 months that might that's probably going to be really helpful for you but short like chunking your goals down and setting them for shorter periods of time that is how you can make sure that you're always going to have the available energy to uh to start working on those goals uh because yeah the sacral and the spleenic They're in the now. They're right now. They don't work 12 months in advance. Whereas if you are a reflector, a projector that's an emotional authority, or really any uh, mental projector or self-projected projector, setting your goals 6 to 12 months in advance is probably going to be more helpful for you because you take longer to adapt to your goals, uh, to adapt to change. So knowing that you need more time and more flexibility in your goals, that is better for you. Or that might feel more aligned for you. And that's going to help with your motivation as well. All right, now let's look at what if my goals don't happen in the time that I set out? Well, I first of all think this is a beautiful opportunity to reevaluate your goals. So giving yourself monthly check-ins to check in with yourself really like okay I set this goal a month ago it month ago it hasn't happened yet let's look at why does it really align with my values have my values changed Um, is there more pivoting that I need to do do I need to make some more internal shifts is there more embodiment practices that I need to do to really set this goal or have I simply been, been falling off the map have I not been following through with my goals it's an opportunity to check in with yourself but I want to bring awareness to the fact that remember that your timeline might be totally off because the universe might have an alternate plan for you. So again, coming back to surrender to divine timing and know that you are always going to be taken care of in the at the universe is going to help you bring your goals to completion in divine timing when they are meant to. So if you're new to aligned goal setting, and time ha- is is troublesome for you like you're not achieving your goals on time set shorter time spans of goals and reevaluate every month chunk your big goal down so that you can uh again come back to that monthly check-in and you can ease into this aligned process cuz often what's going to happen when we start living in alignment with our human design at first we're going to experience chaos things are really going to like feel really out of alignment first for the first little while because we got to like shed that past part of ourselves that wasn't serving us. You know, you know if you're a projector, you know, we got get rid of those things in our life that we accepted without an invitation and start re- working through the re- invitations that we received. There's going to be that chaos period at first. So give yourself some space and grace to overcome that first and know that you got to, it takes time to align, especially if you're a projector or a reflector. You take longer to... To adapt to change so chunk your big goals down into shorter periods of time remember that you have a powerful magnet inside your body the magnetic monopole and sometimes we gotta do some internal shifts. Sometimes we gotta do some cleaning of our magnet, because there's some conditioned layers on top of that magnet that's weakening its strength. So we're not as strong of a magnet to what we wanna attract in our lives. Sometimes we gotta release some shit. This is where we bring in some shadow work. The shadow work is likely to come in, and we're gonna do some simple shadow work exercises inside of Achieve Your Goals by Design, in, inside that masterclass in January so if you know that you've been holding on to some shit again this is your invitation to work with me inside that masterclass. we're gonna i'm gonna walk you through a simple shadow exercise so that we can let some shit go so we can clean our magnet so we can become a stronger magnet for what we want to achieve in our lives when it comes to time this is where i am most fluid in my goal setting process i never compromise my values i never compromise my energy you know, I never compromise my integrity or my authenticity or my truth, right? I never compromise those things. And because time is something that I know that I don't have any control over, I mean, I can, I can desire to have a goal to manifest in a specific amount of time, and I can certainly declare that, and I can, um, I can voice that and communicate that to the universe. But ultimately, I know that's something I don't have control over. So this is something that I'm allow myself to be more, most flexible, flexible about. And to, and to surrender. So I do include time in my goal setting process because it is a way to measure um, how, y- how your goals are working for you, how they're going. But I allow myself to be most fluid here and I invite you and I encourage you to be most fluid when it comes to setting goals in a specific time. Trust that it is going to happen for you in the way that it is meant to, in a way that it's going to be most fulfilling for you and in alignment with your energy. So these are all things that we are going to talk about and work through inside of the Achieve Your Goals by Design Masterclass. So again, this is your invitation to participate in that. Um, I host masterclasses a couple of times a year and they're usually at a very low cost investment or free. All right, my undefined throat center is starting to tell me that I need to take a rest. I've been talking long enough. So uh, I'll jump right into our conclusion here. So what I want you to take away from this is that goal setting is not a one size fits all. Goal setting is like picking out your outfit. It should fit you. It should represent what you value. It should be a reflection of your identity and it should fit you. Right? So, if you try to force your energy where it doesn't fit, you may push opportunities away from you or you may miss them entirely. If you are constantly living through the lens of, of conditioning or if you're living life in someone else's outfit, right? You're gonna miss the opportunities that are meant for you. So, set your goals up in a way that supports you and your energy and your values. Those are all critical parts if you want to maintain your motivation in your goal setting process and reminder give yourself grace okay especially if human design is new to you and um you know following your strategy and authority if that's new to you give yourself grace because this is an experiment right this is something that you have to practice and work towards and change it's not going to happen overnight right quantum leaps don't happen overnight they happen with the small everyday steps that you take and the and it matters on getting closer to your authentic self. So give yourself some grace, grace for that. Surrender to the divine timing. Know that the timing is not your job, that the when, the who, and the how is not your job. So surrender those and be open to receiving. Tap into the yin, tap into your feminine energy and open yourself up to receiving those things. Uh, I have a treat for you next week. Uh, I have a guest speaker on the podcast, her name is Melina Charis, and we are going to be talking about releasing the do-do-do, so releasing the toxic masculinity and opening up to the feminine, so that's going to help you as well, so be ready for that next week. And lastly, have a strong vision, really be clear on your vision and in particular the why behind your vision, that is so important, and making sure that your vision aligns with your values. Again, all these things that we're going to get into inside the masterclass. So um, if I haven't been clear enough, this is your invitation. (laughs) This is your invitation to sign up for that masterclass. If you haven't already, the link is in the show notes taking place January 22nd and 23rd, 2022. And I am so freaking excited about it. I cannot wait to see you there. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I really hope to see you in the masterclass because I think it's going to revolutionize how you achieve your goals in life. And I am excited to connect with you on the next episode when we have Melina Cherish on. So thank you so much for tuning in today and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, Please show me some love by downloading and subscribing, a small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude and I look forward to connecting in the next episode.